Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. It's Tuesday, November 23rd, 2021. I'm Andrew Hansen, ready to break down this four-game NBA DFS slate for you. Hope your Thanksgiving week is off to a good start. Everybody has a fun holiday. We had a fun night last night in DFS. Coach put out some winners for our members in hoops. And in the NFL, Crash Davis and I ended up on the same FanDuel hybrid lineup, gave it out to the members, and it crushed. So let's see if we can uh, roll it back here again tonight, get it done in the NBA. This is an interesting slate with four games, much smaller slate tomorrow, uh, much bigger slate before the day off on Thanksgiving. Coach will be back tomorrow. He's traveling today. But for this four-gamer today, four of the eight teams are on the front end of a back-to-back, and they'll play tomorrow. We don't have any totals over 220, so a lot of uh, mid-tier slugfest potential. Uh, a lot of average teams, really. We have three teams on this slate that are 9-8, and eight. a 9-9 nine and nine team, a 9-7 and seven team. So a lot of middle-of-the-road here. Teams trying to get squared away. Miami is really the cream of the crop here uh, on this slate. Fifth in offensive offensive efficiency and sixth in defensive efficiency to start the season. And they've got the biggest spread here, 10-point favorites against Detroit. We're going to have some big news here on this slate with some of the big stars. LeBron is out, of course, serving that one-game suspension in New York. AD is now questionable. I'm recording this at lunchtime. And this could be a slate where I also fade Jokic and Luka. They've got question marks. So we may end up fading uh, you know, AD even if he plays, Jokic, Luka, uh, and, and look more at the mid-tier. That's the, the theme so far that I'm, I'm projecting. But we're going to track all this news and see how it all goes together. And let's go game by game here to get everybody set up on DraftKings and FanDuel. So starting with the opener here, Miami and Detroit, they're going to tip off at 7 o'clock Eastern. Uh, 208 total here, one of the lower on the board with that strong Miami defense. Detroit, good pace this year. They're sixth, but very poor on both ends of the court in terms of efficiency. Front end for both teams. And the injury news here on Miami, Bam and Deadman are both in. They had been question marks with an illness. Duncan Robinson is questionable with the knee. So that's the big turning point potentially in the Miami rotation. So with the starters, it should, of course, be Lowry, Butler, Tucker, and Bam. And then the fifth starter is the question mark. If Robinson plays, not going to play him if he sits. We'll have to see if they elevate Hero again, or maybe somebody like Caleb Martin, who would become playable for me at his low price. But with the traditional starters, Bam is actually my favorite play tonight. We know that uh, Isaiah Stewart is out, uh, serving the beginning of his two-game suspension. And that just opens up a pretty big gap uh, in the middle for Detroit because Olenek is still out. So I'm not sure who they're going to start at center. My best guess is if they keep Corey Joseph, Kate Cunningham, Bay, and Grant, that it will be Trey Lyles. Uh, I guess they could move Grant to the five and start somebody like Josh Jackson. 
we have to keep an eye on Garza as well. He could be in the rotation. Hasn't been getting a lot of minutes, but he has been playing well in the G League. But assuming they start Lyles, uh, there's just not enough there to slow Bam down. We saw what Anthony Davis did in the paint even when Stewart was playing. He had nine stocks in that game. We know Bam can pile those up as well. He's been playing well lately. So Bam, my favorite play for Miami here. Butler's been playing awesome, a little bit expensive, uh, and you know more expensive than Bam, and a little bit of a concern here with the blowout potential where Butler maybe doesn't quite get to his number. Got to mention P.J. Tucker, too. Did you know that in his last five games on DraftKings, he's averaged 26.55 DraftKings points? That's enough to go 6x on average. He's only 3,900, more expensive on FanDuel at 5,000. We do have plenty of value on this slate, so you don't need to go there. But he, he continues to get it done while he's shooting well. He's been hitting the threes. That's the difference maker for him. On the bench, if Duncan Robinson is out, then I've mentioned Caleb Martin. Hero should get his normal shots. Then you've got Struess and Gabe Vincent. Uh, Vincent played well uh, recently here with one of the key guys out uh, when Hero sat. So keep an eye on those guys. But mostly just Bam there. And then on the Detroit side, with the big guys out that I've mentioned and Killian Hayes still out, should be another start for Corey Joseph. He got 39 minutes in that last game. Didn't do a ton, 5-4-7, and seven, but a lot of minutes, a lot of opportunities. Low price, 3900 on DraftKings, 4100 on FanDuel. Definitely playable. Cade Cunningham uh, really been playing well. Over 40 fantasy points, four in a row. Triple-double against the Lakers, got up 21 shots. Uh, like all that, don't love that he's now in the mid-7K range. So that's changed quite a bit from when we were playing him back in that 4 and 5K range. And he might have to deal with some Jimmy Butler defense. So uh, he's on the borderline for me. He is playable. But I also like Jeremy Grant here. Uh, he had the Christmas line last game, 12 for 25 from the field. Another guy on this slate had that as well, Paul George. So if you're going to get Grant at 20-plus shots, um, you know, it's not a good matchup, but 7,000 on DraftKings, it's definitely playable to me. Um, and, you know, the trend here recently has been with Cunningham and Grant uh, getting that volume. With the Detroit bench, uh, we'll see if one of those uh, wings – somehow finds their way into the starting rotation. If not, you know, the guys that should get significant minutes here, Frank Jackson, Diallo, Josh Jackson, it can depend on the site. Uh, for example, Diallo, 3,500 on DraftKings, 5,500 on FanDuel. G you know, these guys are all GPP plays that could hit value. Uh, but again, not my favorite uh, options on this slate. Uh, because we do have some some decent value. All right, game two. Let's head to the beginning of the TNT doubleheader with the Lakers and the Knicks in the Big Apple, 7.30 Eastern, 2.14.5 total. And how about the Knicks here, favored by 5.5? Uh, we'll see if that changes if AD sits. He's questionable with an illness. 
We know that LeBron is out and Austin Reeves is out. So what are we looking at here for the Lakers starting lineup? Should be Mr. Westbrook, Avery Bradley. Uh, and then with LeBron out, what they've been doing is they've been going Taylor Horton, Tucker, Mello, and AD at the five. So if AD sits, I think it'll be uh, Taylor Horton, Tucker, Mello, and possibly DeAndre Jordan in the front court. Now, if that's the case, then I think it's going to be hard to get away from Taylor Horton, Tucker, and Mello. Uh, Taylor Horton, Tucker has really stepped it up here when LeBron has been out. He's had some terrific games, had a couple duds, but really fair price in that mid-tier. So he's going to be locked in for me on both sides. And Mello, back to MSG. You know he's going to be chucking all night long, especially if he starts. Uh, he'll be all fired up in front of that New York crowd. So I, I'll go to Mello as well. And then Russ becomes in play. You know, Before this AD news, I wasn't planning to go there, but – uh, you know, he, you got to look at him. Good matchup against Kemba and company. Uh, so this could be a, a Lakers night here because it is only a four-game slate. And then one other guy I want to mention off the bench for the Lakers is Dwight Howard. Now, again, if AD is out, then all you really have for the bigs here are Jordan and Howard. And on the other side, we've got Mitchell Robinson out, Taj Gibson doubtful. He's missed the last two games. So it looks like Nerlens Noel will get another start. And then off the bench, they don't have a big who can stop Dwight Howard. But Obi Toppin, I don't think I don't think so. So Dwight could be a GPP option who in his 20 minutes could come in and just dominate. So keep an eye on him. And then with the rest of the Lakers bench, not really interested in Rondo, Monk, or Ellington. On the Knicks side, the other question mark here is Derek Rose. Uh, questionable with an ankle. He did play 30 minutes in the last game, so that opens up a lot if he happens to sit. I don't know if it's enough for me to get interested in Kemba, who's not playing very well, not playing very big minutes. I'd probably rather look at one of the bench guards here quickly is cheap on both sides, and Burks uh, certainly has the upside in the low 4K range to get it done. Uh, Noel, uh, assuming he gets that start again, is playable. And Julius Randle, 8400 on FanDuel, sticks out as a pretty bargain price for him. Uh, you know, he hasn't been hitting 50 fantasy points. Could get you in the, the mid-40s, especially if AD is out. So keep an eye on him for a, a GPP play. But primarily here, I'm going to have significant exposure to the Lakers side. All right, halfway through the slate, let's go to the 10 o'clock tip. Denver and Portland, the second game in the TNT doubleheader. And 213.5 total is the second highest total on the board. Portland favored by 5.5. They have a front end. Uh, they're going to go to Sacramento tomorrow. By the way, the Lakers are the, the other team here with a front end. Uh, island game for the Knicks, an island game for Denver here. Injury news in this one, Jokic is questionable. Dealing with a right wrist injury. He's missed the last two. Because of that question mark, uh, the fact that it's his right wrist, uh, the way that this slate breaks out, 
I probably won't go to Jokic if he plays. We also have Bones Highland and Zeke Najee out for Denver. So it looks like the starters here will be Morris, Barton, Gordon, Jeff Green, and then we'll see if Jokic is out there as well or if Jermichael Green is out there. But the the way I'm looking here at Denver, Will Barton is probably my you know number one target uh, without knowing about Jokic. 6,500 on FanDuel is nice. He stepped it up lately here with or without Jokic. And then Aaron Gordon has had some real nice games in the 6K range. Only going to play him if Jokic is out. Uh, Jeff Green is a value option at 3,900. He hasn't been great points per minute, hasn't been great from distance, but he's going to be out there enough to have uh, a solid profile as a cash play here. Not too interested in Composo Rivers or PJ Dozier, who are looking like the key uh, bench guys here. I do also want to circle back to uh, Monty Morris here. 4,400 on DraftKings. These teams played recently, and he went for 15-7-4. and four. Uh, That was a blowout. Denver won it by 29. Dame did not play, though. So I think we throw out most of the data from that one. But uh, you know, either way, Morris is going to have a strong matchup. That day, Anthony Simon started. So Morris could be under the radar here at 4,400. When you've got these other value guards like Corey Joseph. So keep an eye on him. And then on the Portland side, I think the real story is Dame, who's been struggling this year, uh, not really shooting it well, not having the ceiling games that we're used to. But he did get back on track in that last game against Philly 39 points, seven assists. Um, so he is one of the, the stars here that I'm looking at. If you want to get more towards that middle build where you're not uh, paying the crazy high price for somebody like Luka or Jokic if they play, don't think I'm going to go to C.J. McCollum or Powell. Um, I'd be more interested here in the Portland side on one of their other value plays. Covington on DraftKings is only 3,800. Last three games, he's been playing more like Covington. Uh Nance off the bench, pretty similar, 3,600. He's had some solid outings recently. Nurkic not playing big minutes, pretty inconsistent recently. Uh, not a big fan of Little come off the bench or Simons. So really it's Dame or, or maybe Covington, maybe Nance. You know, we do want to keep an eye on here on this matchup and Portland because they are – probably the most attractive fantasy team on the slate. They've got that great profile of they're fast this year. They're seventh, very good offense. They're sixth and a bad defense. They're 26th. So we like to get involved in Portland games. Uh, so keep that in mind here. If you're making your final decision. All right, before we hit the last game, just want to invite folks to come in and grab these lineups tonight. Uh, DFSCoachTalk.com is where you sign up for a membership. Anything you choose will include all the sports that we have. So football, uh, we've got the Thanksgiving lineups coming up. Basketball, seven days a week, of course. 
Uh, golf is on a bit of a hi- hiatus with the holidays. That'll be back in January. But grab a membership to get the football and basketball lineups. After you sign up, we'll invite you into our Discord with an email. And if you have any questions, reach out to us on Twitter at DFS Coach Talk. All right, final game of the slate. Dallas and the Clippers, 10.30 p.m. Eastern. Lowest total on the board, 207.5. Clippers favored by 5.5. And And both teams on an island game. They just played uh, on Sunday. The Clippers won 97-91, so we have a rematch here. Luka missed that one. He's questionable with the knee and the ankle. Nilakina is out. Kleba is probable. All right. Luca, big turning point here because if he plays, obviously he changes that offense entirely. He's a little expensive for me here on this slate with those injuries. If he sits, then we still look at Brunson, and he's a key consideration. He's been priced up now over 7,000 on both sites, but he's been hitting 40 fantasy points. Um, you know, the Clippers' backcourt is not the strongest part of that defense, although overall they are second in defensive efficiency. But Brunson is still in play for me. Probably my favorite Dallas option if Luka is out. THJ getting more shots, of course. Uh, Pretty scoring dependent in terms of if he's going to pay off his number. Uh, Porzingis has stepped up. How about 25-8 and last time out? He is in play for me, again, if Luka is out. And then that's probably it with Dallas. I don't plan to go with Bullock or Kleba, you know, Kleba GPP option only, uh, Burke playing a few minutes, but not getting it done. DFS, uh, we're going to pass on him as we play DFS tonight. So really it's most likely Brunson or Porzingis or pass for Dallas. I'm more interested in this Clipper side though. We've got Dallas 19th defensively. And we've got two guys getting up a ton of shots. I mentioned how uh, Paul George took 25 in the last game and Reggie Jackson continues to chuck it. Eight for 14 last game, right around 6,000 on both sites. So I like Reggie. Uh, Paul George is in play for me. He has not been hitting over 5X on DraftKings where he's 10,300. You know, his ceiling games have been right about 5X. But, you know... He, you may just be able to afford him if you don't go with one of the higher-priced stars. And on Fanduel, he's only 9,200, so I like him over there. Another guy I like here with Clippers is Zubats. He's quietly been steady, actually, 5 to 6x every night recently. Low 5K range, center only. Uh, but I do like him in this matchup, the price, the consistency. The other news here with uh, the Clippers here is that Batum is out, and now Marcus Morris is probable to get back in the lineup. We'll have to wait and see if he jumps right back into that starting rotation or not. doesn't make a big difference to me here uh, tonight, uh, the way this slate is set up. that's a piece of news that I'm not too concerned about. If they start somebody like Coffee again, I'm just going to fade that. And you know, even if Morris starts, I'm not going to play either one of those guys. I'm also not going to play the backup bigs. We've got Ibaka now mixing back into the rotation. He played 12 minutes. 
last game, Hartenstein only played five. So I'm going to fade all those guys. It's either Zubats or Pass for me there. And with the bench on the wing, we, of course, have Kennard, Mann, and Winslow involved. Kennard and Mann, you know, they feel like better players and better DFS plays than I think they really are most nights. They feel like really strong potential plays because the, the price is decent in that 4K range. But you know, shooting percentage for you know Kennard is decent. Man, not that strong. Uh, and they'll just occasionally have a blow-up game where they get 25 to 30 fantasy points. So it's either one of them is capable of it. They're talented. Uh, it's just sort of borderline for me, you know, with all the shots that Reggie Jackson and Paul George are getting. So, uh, you know, I don't plan to go there, uh, but they're both certainly capable of getting it done. All right, that's the four-game slate uh, with a focus on the pricing for DraftKings and FanDuel. If you jump in today, you're going to get our full FanDuel lineups, our DraftKings coaches clipboard with highlighted core plays and pivots to fill out your lineup. And then you're also going to get a Yahoo hybrid and GPP. We don't get into the pricing on the podcast much on Yahoo, but we also do provide those full lineups for our members. All right. Any questions, reach out to us on Twitter at DFS Coach Talk. You can find me at Language Olympic. Uh, Coach will be back tomorrow for the next NBA pod. And then check out our NFL Thanksgiving preview. That should post tomorrow as uh, Crash Davis and I go over those three games. Should be a lot of fun. Great time of year. Uh, so thank you for tuning in and, and being, a, being a part of it with us. Uh, please do hit that thumbs up if you don't mind and subscribe to the channel. We certainly appreciate that. All right. On behalf of the entire DFS Coach Talk team, I am Andrew Hansen. Thank you for much. Uh, thank you so much for joining me. Good luck tonight on your lineups, and we'll see you next time as we look to crush it in DFS.